Welcome to Perfectville, your first place podcast of your third place, Miami Dolphins. Happy holidays, Merry Holidays edition, because we can't say Christmas because we're politically correct. I am Sam Marcoux. He is Chris Cullen. Chris, how the hell are you? Thank God my personal life and the holidays are here and the personal life is good because the Miami Dolphins have given me nothing to have any holiday cheer for, my friend. Nope. Uh, the... The Miami Dolphins of this year are the Miami Dolphins of seemingly every year, Chris. We talked Mm. about this team last week possibly being right back in the thick of the playoff hunt after beating, uh, soundly beating, the New England Patriots a couple of weeks ago. All they had to do, Chris, all they had to do was beat a Buffalo Bills team in disarray, uh, a Kansas City Chiefs team that is falling apart at the seams, seemingly, and then another victory against the Buffalo Bills again, and they would have controlled their own destiny, especially considering the way the chips fell this past weekend with all the teams in front of us seemingly losing except for one. And, of course, that team was the Buffalo Bills, who not only beat the Miami Dolphins, but beat the Miami Dolphins in a way that the Miami Dolphins beat the Patriots two weeks ago, uh, once again squandering a perfect chance here in December to erase all the memories of yesteryear and erase the choker label that is the Miami Dolphins franchise. But no, alas, uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the playoffs. And of course, that would be Tyrod motherfucking Taylor. Uh, Chris, the Bills once again thwart our efforts, most likely in making the playoffs. Yeah, it's the same old, same old. And you get so... You get so tired of doing this. Like this is this team doing this. Uh, that game Sunday was so depressing, and it just like um, it makes you almost cringe that you do a weekly uh, episodic podcast for this team like we do because they give you no reason to have any kind of uh, optimism or things to talk about other than this. What we're doing eight and eight, seven and nine, bullshit. Like just constant. National TV, we get off the schneid, we beat the Patriots, we kick their ass. Tom Brady, 0 for 11 on third down, our defense, maybe they're turning the corner. Oh my God, Jay Cutler played a flawless game. So we come out Sunday, yeah, it's a little cold, but no snow, no precipitation, like there's no reason we have any kind of disadvantage playing against Buffalo Bills, and we have the momentum. So what do we do? Jay Cutler goes out horrible fucking game three interceptions Awful. like can adam gase just stopped calling he turned into old adam gase during the losing streak Kenyon drake finishes with 16 carries even though we're playing against a defense that's bottom 20 against the run um and it's just, it's just one of those things and then then the, the defense tyrod taylor you brought him up you know meanwhile six days prior we are holding tom brady the uh potential goat we hold him to 0 and 11 on third down and sack him and take some interceptions and all of a sudden tyrod taylor cam wake has him in his grasp he's like 80 pounds less than cam wake cam wake has his entire gigantic bicep around his waist nope gets out course continues we can't ask our dbs to cover for 10 seconds and it, it he just tore us apart like he always does. And they showed his numbers before the game. Um, it's just the same old shit, Sam. And it just gets so sickening and tired of saying the same thing over and over again because the Dolphins continue being the same Miami Dolphins. You are listening to the longest weekly episodic podcast in Miami Dolphins history. Shout out to Chris Cullen for the Raw is War reference that you threw in there. I just took it a little bit <laughs> step further. Uh, you mentioned Cam Wake. 
almost sacking Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor getting out of it and extending the play, and I believe he got a first down on that play, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. If that is not the epitome of the Miami Dolphins in a nutshell, so close yet so far away, uh, Cameron Wake looked like he was going to get off the schneid, um, sack Tyrod Taylor. I really do think, as, as trivial as this sounds, Chris, I think that play was almost the deal-breaker for the Miami Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills. I mean... It, we were in the game after that for a while, and you know they, they tried late to, to make yet another fourth-quarter push and comeback. But, man, that play right there early in the game was just so Miami Dolphins that all I could really do is kind of shrug my shoulders and go, yep, here it comes. And it really didn't surprise me. I mean, very much like I mentioned during the Patriots game in the third quarter, at some point I came to the realization, oh, we're going to win this game. The Patriots cannot come back. They don't have it in them. I had the very same feeling in the third quarter of this game when I actually was really at the end of the second quarter when the Bills just piled on a bunch of points and I went oh we can't come back from this we don't have it in us and again it's just the part that stings even beyond losing is looking around the league and seeing the Tennessee Titans lose Uh, it was seeing uh, I believe the Oakland Raiders lost the San Diego Chargers had lost it was just all these teams that are right in front of us if we'd beaten the Buffalo Bills we would have jumped from number 10 to I believe number seven um, in terms of the playoff ranking, we would have been right there. We would have been in the thick of it. But instead, we're now barely hanging on uh, by a thread. Uh, we still have some playoff hopes. So congratulations to the Miami Dolphins to at least getting to week 16 of relevant football. Uh, but, man, I, uh, I I am not as optimistic about making the playoffs as I was a week ago, Chris. No, not after that performance. I mean, Jay Cutler, three interceptions. He has four fumbles, Sam. He lost none of them. But uh, I think one or two of them came at horrible opportunities like on third down where at one point I think it was second and 35 and we got it to like a third and 11 or third and seven something very manageable because of a deep play to Landry I believe and what does he do un like uncontested the ball just snapped to him hits him perfectly in the waist and he just drops it he just drops it on the ground it ruins the momentum he gets up scrambling immediately trying to look downfield of course we have to punt I mean just that it was a quintessential dolphin season and it's a quintessential Jay Cutler his entire career you'll get gray jay cutler and then the the next week you're gonna get absolute horrible dog shit jay cutler and uh you know it's one of those things you come into the game like oh it's it's cold no big deal he's played this before in denver and chicago we got the advantage here and he just played like he's never played an nfl football game in his life and uh it's not like they have showstoppers over there in buffalo on defense it just was embarrassing to be a dolphins fan again here we are yeah i mean jay cutler is the human version of a roulette wheel i mean if you go to vegas or you go to atlantic city or you go anywhere where gambling is legal and you watch a roulette wheel and you keep Keep seeing it land on blacks. Keep seeing it land on black, and you go. You know what? At some point, it's going to hit red. So you start betting red, and it keeps landing on black. Keeps landing on black, and then eventually, you go. You know what? I got to ride this wave of momentum. I'm putting it on black, and then it hits red. That is what Jay Cutler does. Every time I'm like, oh, you know what? He's getting comfortable in this offense. He seems to be coming back and being good. Jay Cutler. Adam Gase is going to keep him being good. Jay Cutler. He comes out and just completely shits out of his dick on national TV on the field and says, ah, just kidding, guys. It landed on red when you bet on black. I mean, that's what it is with Jay Cutler. He is a human roulette wheel in my opinion yeah it's just all around bad i mean we we couldn't get uh any turnovers on defense um offensively Kenyon drake had some good runs a nice long run and that really padded his stats but only 16 carries uh kenny stills one catch uh eight yards now Devontae parker had good yards on the stat sheet but it's one of those things where 
it, we we don't really have success if Parker's having success. It's almost right. like we're forcing it to him. And it seemed like Jay Collar on one or two of his interceptions, he just kind of fucking threw it up, but it was nowhere near accurate. And if he would have just thrown it away, given us another opportunity, another chance, or if Parker actually tried for a ball, he would have 150 yards receiving as opposed to 88, 89. And I just feel like Adam Gase, it's the same thing with Ajayi where he had to get rid of him because he felt like his offense was predicated on giving him 30 carries and he wasn't able to do what he needed to do. So it seems like when Culler actually tries to get Parker involved, it's actually towards a negative to our offense because when Kenny Stills and Landry are on on it, like Parker has one catch for 11 yards and we're winning football games. So I just think Gase is going to end up finding his rhythm here uh, going into year three, whoever he has at quarterback. I don't know, but I doubt very much um, that number 11 is going to be on receiver on this team. I just don't see it, man. I mean, I know he had a good game. I get that. And people are going to be like, hey, you have yards. What do you want? But you got to understand the offensive of philosophy and the chemistry and what happens. And it seems like Jay Cutler was pressing to get him the ball, mm. and that takes him out of his mindset. Instead, the game before the Patriots, Jakeem Grant's getting jump balls, Landry's getting involved in stills, um, and, and Julius Thomas. He's able to spread it out and just play quarterback. And it felt like, I don't know if it was Gase, if it was the ownership, who, who it was, but it seemed like Cutler decided, hey, I'm going to throw it to Parker tonight a lot. And it just seemed to completely take us out of whack. Yeah, I mean, there's one thing that's sticking out now more than ever. We heard it earlier this season. We thought it sounded ridiculous. But, you know, Adam Gase said that this defense was meant and built and designed to play with a lead. <laughs> and if you see how this defense played with a lead against the Miami or against the New England Patriots, you start to go, oh, OK, I get it. And then you see how they played while behind against the Buffalo freaking Bills. And I start to go, oh, I really get it. This team really is meant in terms of a defensive standpoint to play with a lead, and if we don't have a lead, this defense can't do what it is set up to do. Now, you just mentioned something, Chris, that I think is very interesting. You said Adam Gase in year three, uh, whoever the quarterback is, whatever this offense is going to be, you don't think number 11 is going to be an option for the Miami Dolphins, which leads us to the clickbait Perfectville poll. It is time for Perfectville Poll, brought to you by Clickbait. Are you fishing for new friends, followers, likes, or viewers? If so, then Clickbait is right for you. Pick up your Clickbait starter kit of clever headlines and raunchy photos at welcometoperfectville.com. Clickbait, also available at Walmart which you can find on Twitter as well as follow us on Twitter at PerfectvillePod. And that is the poll question of the week. The clickbait poll, Chris, is what member of the Miami Dolphins do you think should be and will be cut before next season? And here are your choices. You have number 11, Devontae Parker. You have the center himself, Mr. Mike Pouncey. You have uh, Indomicon Sue, which seems absurd, but when you take into, into account his salary, he may be a cap casualty. And, of course, uh, Kiko Alonso, who has underperformed as a linebacker for the Miami Dolphins this year after a fantastic year last year. Those are your four options for the Perfectville clickbait poll. Uh, once again, on Twitter, at Perfectville Pod, Devontae Parker, Mike Pouncey, Indomicon Sue or Kiko Alonso. And of course, as always, you can email us your answers, perfectvillepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at perfectvillepodcast, or just give us a write-in candidate. We don't care. I mean, if you think there's somebody else that deserves to be cut outside of Jay Cutler, because we all know he's not coming back, uh, let us know. The poll will be open until the very next show is recorded next week. But that is next week, Chris. This week, we are talking about this devastating loss to the Buffalo Bills, which essentially ends our postseason dreams. Uh, But the season does not end. We still have two 
two more games to endure. One against a first-place Kansas City Chiefs, who seem to have regained their sea legs against the San- I said the San Diego Chargers twice now, the Los Angeles <laughs> Chargers last week, um, which is kind of scary. I don't know if you watched any of that game, Chris, but the Los Angeles Chargers have probably been one of, if not the hottest team in the NFL over the last month and a half, and the Kansas City Chiefs shut them down at home with a rabid crowd. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs have a lot to play for this week. The Miami Dolphins seemingly do not. Uh, we have, in addition to a first-place contest against the Kansas City Chiefs on the road in December in the cold, uh, we have a finjury report, which is very long and very uh, confusing. Chris, I was hmm. talking to you a little bit about this off the air, and uh, let me know if these uh, if these names mean anything to you, uh, because they don't really mean much to me. Because I don't know if these guys are even members of the Miami Dolphins, but this is the Finjury report for Week 16 against the Kansas City Chiefs. We have Terrence Fide, okay, Devontae Parker, all right, center James Pouncey, hmm. not Mike Pouncey, James Pouncey, uh, Indomitian Sue, Michael Thomas, Derek Wake, Chase Allen, Charles Harris, Orlandis Branch, okay, not Andre Branch, Orlandis Branch. Tim McDonald, not TJ McDonald, but Tim McDonald, Matt Moore, Cordrea Tankersley, and Damian Williams. And, oh, by the way, we put Jermon Bushrod and uh, that stupid fucking tight end, Julius Thomas, on, on injured reserve. They're gone for the rest of the season. But, but Chris, who the fuck is James Pouncey, Derek Wake, Orlandis Branch, and Tim McDonald? Who the fuck are these people? Is that the real names? These are the real names of people that we know and love. I mean, James Pouncey. Wait, James Pouncey? Yes. James Pouncey is James Michael Pouncey. Mike Pouncey's first name is actually James. Legally. Hmm. What's Mar- is, is Marquise's name Marquise? No, it's funny you should ask that because that is uh, that would be your inclination because that's how we know him. Marquise Pouncey's legal first name is LaShawn. Wait a minute. So wait, they gave him an L and gave Mike James a J. So they so they did they took it upon themselves to do the twin thing and both be M's right and use their middle names Marquise and Mike. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, Marquise is Marquise Pouncey's middle name. Mike is Mike Pouncey's middle name. They decide. You know what? Uh, do we even know if they're twins at this point? Right, I mean, maybe exactly. they're just like, hey, we have the same older. parents. Fuck it, we're twins. We're twins. You know, well, I mean, obviously came out their and- parents' names are the same, right? No, actually, funny you should mention that. Uh, Lashawn Marquise Pouncey's parents and. James Michael Pouncey's parents' names, of course, are obviously Lisa and Rob Webster. Wait, Webster? They're men, though, so they haven't been married. Did they change their last names? I don't understand. Sam, what is happening here? I don't fucking know. I don't think they know. They're just fucking with. This is like Andy Kaufman NFL style. Marquise and Mike Pouncey are either geniuses or the most fucked up individuals I have ever met or heard of in my life. That is crazy to me. So uh, there you go. James Mike Pouncey. It's almost as. It's almost as confusing as James Mike Pouncey's uh, effort and uh, play on the field this year. <laughs> very, very well done. Very well said, because uh, maybe that's the problem. Maybe Mike Pouncey has been replaced by James Pouncey, mm-hmm. who's like a third cousin or something. And they have a third twin play. that we've never met, and uh, his real name is Mike Marquise Pouncey. <laughs> I think his real name is Mark, Mike Marquise Webster. I mean, if, as far as I can tell, this, this makes no – their entire name is bullshit. I mean, their last name is Webster, and their first names are LaShawn and James, not Mike or Marquise. I mean, they're just this is an entire made-up person, Mike and Marquise Pouncey. This makes no sense. Oh, and by the way, obviously I know Derek Wake is Cameron Wake. Don't 
don't tweet at me uh, about that. You and obviously use. TJ is short for a T name. We get it. But what about – let's go to this. The um, the king of Atlantis. What's his name? Orlandis. Like <laughs> it sounds like a absolute – a B-side character in a comic book that's uh, defending the Pacific Ocean. He sounds like the mayor of Universal Studios. Like, my name is Orlandus Branch. But yeah, apparently That's a cool on- name. He should have kept that. He should have. Orlandus Andre Branch. But he went with Andre Branch instead of Orlandus. No, but there is no other Orlandus in the league. Uh, he should have gone with Orlandus because there's other Andres, but there's no other Orlandus. He, he's missing a golden marketing opportunity. He should fire his agent immediately. He should. He should fire his agent who happens to be named LaShawn James Webster. See, he should have came back when we gave him his contract extension. He should have came back with like a USA uh, mask on and just came back as Orlandis Branch. And uh, we would act confused when we clearly knew it was him. But, uh, you know, like when Hulk Hogan came back as the Patriots. So that's a good deal to get two contracts, too. You could sign one as Andre Branch and another as Orlandis Branch and come out in the wrestling. What Mike Pouncey's doing? He's playing as James Pouncey this year. They call him JP, has a bad year, and he comes back and says, ah, no, 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 Mike's back. Mike's back. All right. Contract. Let's do this. Maybe that's what he's doing because he's um, I just don't get it this year. And these names are just not helping Tim McDonald. It sounds like somebody in Germany mixed a Tim Hortons and a McDonald's together. No, I mean, that that sounds like that actor who played Shooter McGavin in uh, Happy Gilmore. I think his name is Tim McDonald. I mean, that's Tim McDonald. No wonder he goes by TJ. Tim McDonald's the most random. First of all, that sounds like just like a random white guy accountant name, Tim McDonald. Uh, not a badass safety who uh, gets suspended for beating the shit out of people or whatever the hell he got suspended for. Or maybe it was drugs. I don't know. doesn't matter. Pieces the point of is, shit like you for breakfast. Yeah, uh, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Uh, the The mm-hmm. point is. I deserve to be on the Finjury Report because my head hurts figuring out that all of these guys on our team are not who they say they are. That is confusing. It's funny. The funniest thing is that Indomicon is the actual real deal. You know what I mean? Like, that's his actual name. Right. Out of all of them in, in Cordea, uh, that's their real names. And and just a fact check as, uh, before, um, you know, these guys start tweeting at us. It's Christopher McDonald, Shooter McGavin. So even I, more generic, Chris, you know, who has a stupid ass name like that. Yeah, nobody you can trust or be friends with is named Chris. That's just nope. – everyone knows that. that even, Chris, even Christopher Lloyd Colin knows that, who was named after a character from Back to the Future, yeah, which I'm is clearly awesome. not choosing my middle name over my <laughs> first name <laughs> you should walk, soon. should walk around as Lloyd Colin. That would be oh. good. So, hey, real quick, we went to Biscuitville, which here in the South Whoa, is uh, – Hold on a second. Yeah, hold on. Uh, let me – I'll explain it, which is a little, like, breakfast nook, I'll call it. It's like the small <laughs> little, like, kind of franchise breakfast place that only opens for breakfast. They close at, like, 2 in the afternoon, no dinner, nothing. And they just serve fresh-made biscuits and, like, gravy, and oh, uh, you can get a platter with eggs and bacon or whatever. So uh, my dad's name is Lloyd. That's my dad's first name is Lloyd. That's why I got the middle name. That's also my great-grandfather's name. Well, it's spelled L-L-O-Y-D. Lloyd, um, the best thing ever is going with my dad, and he has to somehow put his name down, and these people have to try to guess how to spell it. So we go there, and it's an older lady, and she takes our order, and she's like, can I get a name for the order? And he's like, yeah, Lloyd. And she's like, okay, we'll be right out. So um, we get our platters, and his receipt <laughs> comes back, and his name is typed on it. It is spelled L-E-R-D, Lerd. Lerd. <laughs> it's like, wait, is is Tyler Perry taking his order? It's like, hey, Lerd. Hey, Lord, it's Lloyd, like Lloyd. Like, I, I get it, man. I can understand like a L-Y-O-D, Lyod. I've seen that before, Lord. No. But Lerd, that was, fu- I mean, that poor guy. That's the kind of guy he should take his middle name is Patrick. You know, every now and then I 
am reminded that you live in the South. And this is one of those moments because you just started. You know, basketball. You just started this entire story with, and it was so nonchalant. You weren't even embarrassed by it, dude. You were just like, ah, we went to Biscuitville. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not Perfectville. You yeah, went not to everybody Biscuitville. can have in and out. We have fucking oh, Biscuitville God. if you want some uh, homemade fucking biscuits and gravy and sweet tea. Uh, welcome to Biscuitville, your first place restaurant of your third place state of North Carolina. <laughs> Holy shit. And by the way, just tell your dad, especially, and of course it's an old lady that lives at, you know, that that probably lives at Biscuitville. I was right the first time. Just tell him from here on out, when you're in the South and you're dealing with old ladies and you need to announce that your name is Lloyd, just say Lloyd, as in Lloyd, have mercy. I can't believe I'm in Biscuitville. But, uh, L A W D Lord Lloyd from Biscuitville. So Chris from Perfectville, Lloyd from Biscuitville. No, fuck the show. We are now changing the entire format of Perfectville. We are now just going to interview you about your life in Biscuitville. This is fucking fantastic. This is the best show. Hook out. Oh my gosh. We're we're only fifteen minutes into the show, and this is the best show we've ever done, just because of Biscuitville. I appreciate you. Yeah, uh, there's all kinds of cool little places down here in the South Bend, and it's just like, um, you know, Cookout is a cool ass place. It's a double drive through, and they do this thing here in the South where everybody likes to eat and be fat. So, uh, <laughs> what they do is they listen to their clients, and you can get a platter at Cookout, and for your sides, you're thinking French fries and coleslaw. Am I right? Sure, sure. No, 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 no. You can actually add other entrees to be your side. So you can go and get a um, two-side platter, and you will have the choice of a double cheeseburger or a cheeseburger or, like, um, you know, fried chicken sandwich or something. And then for your sides, you can have a corn dog, God. a quesadilla, um, like hush puppies, of course, come with every order with a dipping sauce. And, um, <laughs> like, your only choice of drink is extra large. Like, they, they, you, you ask for uh... small, and they, they look at you like there's something wrong with you. My God, do me a favor for our Instagram account and for Twitter. Take a picture of Biscuitville and send it to me, please, so that we can put this on all the social media. I need to put it on Reddit. I need to put it all over the place. That is fucking fantastic. Biscuitville. Biscuitville. uh, That made me feel better about the loss. I don't know if we would have even talked about that loss if it weren't for, um, (laughs) you know, uh, I don't even know if we'd, we'd. God, I don't know. I can't even think anymore. Biscuitville. That's that's the best thing that I've ever heard of in my it's life. Dead serious. It's real, man, and it is uh, fan fucking tastic. Fresh biscuits, friendly folks. God, man, that like is I their said, tagline. Every now and then, I'm like, yeah, you know, Chris. I don't know where he's from. He's like from fucking California or some shit. And then you say Biscuitville, I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> he's in the south. <laughs> yeah, oh well, it's coming your way right now. The sent you one. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking of South, uh, there's a lot of hillbillies in the South, and there's a lot of hillbillies that listen to the show. One hillbilly in particular, Chris, I think you know where I'm going, Mr. Hillbilly Bren. Oh, he is a wrestling um, uh, super fan, and he's also a super fan and a citizen here of Perfectville. The reason I bring up Mr. Hillbilly Bren is that he gave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, just like we always ask you to do. And when you give us a five-star rating and a review, we give you, Chris, what do we give him? The WWE Network for only nine ninety nine. No, that is not true. Right? We give you a Perfectville Sip Sack Koozie, one we affectionately call Aronde mm-hmm. Baxton, and we give it for free. Uh, that's right. All you got to do is give us your address. And uh, I got to tell you, Chris, not only did Hillbilly Bren leave us a review, he left, left us one of the funniest reviews ever. I'm going to go ahead and read it to of you here. He, did. <clears throat> he said, booty juice, booty juice, <laughs> booty juice. Jennifer Lopez is part owner of the Dolphins. Brother, brother, I had a total stiffy watching the Finns dropkick Tom Brady right in the butthole. Dig it. Woo! 
<laughs> he used like eight different wrestling catchphrases in one review. I love it. <laughs> oh, and five. You know what, Mr. Brand, you gave us five stars. I give you five stars. That's one of the best reviews I've ever seen. Anything that starts with booty juice and ends with woo, I'm a fan <laughs> of. And not just booty juice, but like the, the, the fact of repeated. I can see him pouring uh, booty yos into somebody's mouth as he's typing that review and just hitting people with pancakes. Like, great job, Brian. Great job. I, I wonder if they sell extra large cups of booty juice at Biscuitville. We'll have to find out later. I'll ask. Uh, <laughs> we'll also have one more review. I don't know how you follow that. I'm, I feel sorry. I should have read this one first, but I did not. Also, five-star rating and review from Wissa AJ or Wiss AJ. Uh, that's a stupid name. I wonder Sorry, if it's his middle name. Yeah, it's probably his his real first name is LaShawn. Uh, he says, this is my favorite Dolphins podcast. Oh, well, now I feel bad for making fun of your name. Sorry. Yeah, the hosts, the right name. Yeah, the hosts are as good as Xavier Howard was against the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Now, that's high praise because Xavier Howard was Locked fucking down. fantastic. Yeah. Great chemistry, and they're involved with the Dolphins community, including our great subreddit. That's true. We are a part of the Miami Dolphins subreddit on Reddit. Probably, I would say, uh, our hardcore fans follow us on Twitter and also listen through uh, the subreddit, our Miami dolphins do they not chris yeah i would say that would be our biggest get and uh, uh where we reach the most of you guys so absolutely shout out to them for sure yeah and booty juice to all of you out there that have given us a five-star rating and a review you have if you haven't already should be receiving your free aronde bagston perfectville sip sack koozie along with a 25 dollars gift certificate to biscuitville uh, but <laughs> speaking of getting hungry and feeding we need this miami dolphins team i think we want this miami dolphins team uh to feed against the kansas city chiefs this next weekend do we not chris uh yeah yeah sure. yeah yeah sure sure well, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, why don't we do this? Why you know we're already off the rails. I'm hungry for some biscuitville and booty juice. Uh, you've got shit to do. I've got shit to do. Why don't we go ahead and take it to uh, my favorite segment? We haven't done it in a couple of weeks because we had a throwback episode of Perfectville last week, which was highly, highly well received, Chris. So thank you to everyone who gave us the feedback and let us know that you loved the show last year better than this year. That was also uh, very hurtful on top of being nice. Uh, <laughs> but uh, fuck what you guys want. We're going back to what we want to do, and that is of course welcome to the nfl and this week chris i have to give it to well you know i might throw an audible and give it to biscuitville just for being a thing that exists <laughs> but uh, i'm actually going to give it to the miami freaking dolphins for all the reasons that i already talked about so i will keep this rant short but, once again, it doesn't matter if it's Adam Gase, it doesn't matter if it's Tony Sperano, it doesn't matter if it's Jimmy Johnson, Dave Wanstead, Cam Cameron, Nick Saban, or anybody else that has coached this team over the last 20 years. Once it becomes December, once it becomes playoff-style football, this team cannot consistently get the job done. We did it last year. I'll give them credit. We did it last year. But we needed to do it again this year. This team has not made back-to-back -back playoff appearances in what? My, almost my entire lifetime, it seems like at this point. We cannot put this together consistently. And what that leads to is it leads to other people, other fan bases, other experts, other teams, other players, everyone else, including yours truly, myself, wondering if this team was a fluke last year, if this franchise was a fluke in the 70s, because we can't consistently get it done. I look around the league and you see all this parody, but you see the stalwarts there year in, year out. The Green Bay Packers, the New England Patriots, other teams that have just been to the playoffs year in, year out, even if they don't win the Super Bowl every single year, they give 
their franchise, their fans. They give everyone hope. They give them a reason to continue watching football beyond the end of the year. And the Miami Dolphins, they don't do that. So for that reason, the Miami Dolphins are now welcome to the NFL. I'll just add one little thing, and this was an eye-opener to be sure. And this is the difference between being a fan of one team and the other. I see Packer fans and um, pundits on the national media talking about the Green Bay Packers officially are out of the playoffs. And when I saw the stat that said this was the first time they're out of the playoffs since 2008, I almost had an aneurysm because we were talking just this time last year that it's the first time we're in the playoffs since 2008. So that's the whole different you i mean they talk about parody like i i I do i don't know i I just don't see parody at all we're in like week 16 15 and here's the steelers playing the patriots a winner is going to probably get the one seed like those teams have been good since like before i was in high school i remember watching the steelers with Tower and cordell stewart and playoff games in the late 90s early 90s always there there's the patriots since like 2000 2001 always there other than this year the colts Get Andrew Luck in their fucking lap after 10 years of always being there. The Ravens, always there. Like, the Browns, the Dolphins, we're always picking in the top and middle parts of the draft. There's not that much parity. I mean, there is some, a little bit, uh, but it's just not. Like, maybe at the bottom of the wild card of the playoffs, but the same teams make stuff happen. I mean, Seattle's always good for, like, the last five, six years. So, um, you know, 2008, last time they missed the playoffs. I mean, they got to see the playoffs every year for nine years good lord i have no idea what that's like my god dude i'm looking at the picture of biscuitville you sent me (laughs) is everything you dreamed it's better (laughs) the the sign that says biscuitville oh yeah it's a pin roller it's a fucking roller (laughs) i like like how they don't even like hide the yellow strips to hold it they could just put bricks over it and make it look like it's floating but now let's have a you know kevin costner or i'm sorry kevin McAllister trap flying down the stairs at you instead with these yellow pipings uh it just it's perfect that's biscuitville biscuitville is when we start building restaurants inside perfectville biscuitville is the first franchise i'm calling oh yeah their dude their logo on the front door i'm gonna post this on everything this is my new background for my computer, my iP- my iPad, and my phone. This is incredible. The their their logo, their motto, Chris. Okay, I'm going to read this. To everyone. I'm going to I'm going to give a second for everyone to process this. I'm just going to read what is on the front door or the front of this building. Okay, up above you have a rolling pin, and it says Biscuitville. And all then above the door, all one word, and then above the door it says. Fresh biscuits, friendly folks. There you have now it. Now that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Simple Southern hospitality, Sam. Holy you have no shit. idea. That is the greatest marketing I moved I have from ever Palm Beach County, Florida to this place. Like talk about a culture shock when I come up here <laughs> to go to college. I go from Palm Beach, Florida. That's where people win trips on Wheel of Fortune. And then I come up here <laughs> to Monroe, North Carolina and see Biscuitville's cookouts. It, it just astounding. All the different buffets are just everywhere. Um, fish fries. I've never I didn't even know what a fish fry was. And I lived in, on the beach. Like they had restaurants that do fish fry Fridays and um, calabash chicken and shrimp. 
fuck is that? Did you know shagging was not a sexual term from Austin Powers? It took me like a year to learn that shagging is a type of dance here in the South. And I I saw signs when I first moved here. It said shag lessons Friday night. And I'm like, (laughs) dude, they're like promoting sex lessons here in the South? These people are crazy. And finally I asked. And, uh, yeah, my assistant branch manager at the time who lived here her whole life laughed her ass off and said, yeah, shagging is a type of dance. And I'm thinking, uh, have you seen Austin Powers? Have we shag now or shag later? That's all I knew. I was 20, 21 years old. So this, it's a whole new world in the Bible Belt, man. A whole new world in the Bible Belt. Dude, Palm Beach, Florida is where is a town where people on Wheel of Fortune win you know, trips to. Monroe, North Carolina is a town where people watch Wheel of Fortune. You know what I mean? Like That's the <laughs> difference between the two. Palm Beach is where people from Wheel of Fortune go, and Monroe, North Carolina is where people watch that's Wheel of Fortune. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> God. That is the difference between Monroe, North Carolina, and Palm Beach, Florida. I've right heard there. of Palm Beach. That's where Mary Sue won her trip on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> My favorite part is that their name is Biscuitville, and then they have to announce that they have fresh biscuits. We fucking know that you have fresh biscuits. It's not just a clever name. <laughs> My God. Oh. What 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 day is this? What are we talking about? What, I don't even know. Thursday, like four days from Christmas and a Dolphins game, and we've gone on a twenty minute rant on bits. <laughs> Fantastic! This is the greatest. That's what the episode. Dolphins do to us. They give us nothing to talk about. It same old shit of us losing in December again. Fuck it. Let's talk about Biscuitville. You know what? I've got. I've got. I'm gonna take one of a Ronde Bagstons. I'm gonna cross out perfect, and I'm just gonna write biscuit. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to write Biscuitville, and I'm going to put biscuits inside of Aronde Baxton's <laughs> empty head, and I'm just going to take a picture of that. This is the greatest. This is the greatest thing in the history of mankind. Biscuit. Thank you, thank you, Chris. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank the South. Thank attention. the South, Sam. Thank I thank thank you, South. We I I appreciate you, South. Tip, tip of the straw cap to the South. <laughs> oh God! Speaking of South, this entire episode is going South. We got to get back on. We got to put this train, this J train, back on the tracks here, Chris. Uh, speaking of Wheel of Fortune, we might as well talk about uh, the Wheel of Whatever, Chris. Why don't you go ahead, lean down? Let's bring back the Wheel of Whatever and get this show back to where it's supposed to be, which is. Uh, back in the ear holes of everyone listening. So go ahead, spin that wheel, and uh, let's go. Eh, Sam, actually, uh, if I could, it's uh, a couple days from Christmas, and mm-hmm. it's a time of giving. Uh, ah. um, and for you, for mm-hmm. sticking by and, and being my co-host, I want to give you the honors of spinning the wheel of whatever tonight. Um, and that's just because uh, it's tis the season. Uh, you have sauce from biscuit fill all over, all over your fingers. That's why you don't want to do this. But I appreciate you trying to be a nice guy for me. And I will accept your gift here during the merry holiday season. I'm going to head, go ahead and lean down. And I, oh, fuck, Jesus. I fell onto the wheel. Ooh. I fell. I leaned too far. I fell onto Ooh, the wheel. There's a layer underneath that. You just cracked oh, right through it. I just, I, dude, this is like the seventh wheel that we broke. Is that in this it, it, I don't, who... Built this chintzy ass. This says made in Monroe, North Carolina. Uh. This is what this says. This makes sense. Anyway, um, <laughs> the most amount of blood that fell out of my body landed on this. So instead of spinning the wheel, we'll just go with whatever's got the most blood on it. And that happens to be, it says our holiday wish list, Chris. That's what hmm. I think that I'm going to wipe the blood away. Yep. It says holiday wish list. So uh, obviously, naturally, that could only mean that you and I. The citizens, the mayors of Perfectville, Chris, need to give our holiday wish list for the Miami Dolphins 
going into the holiday season here, Chris. So why don't we pick up our top three holiday wishes that we want to see for this franchise going forward from here on forward. Why don't you go ahead and start? Holy shit. I just happen to have my wish list right here. I, that That's is like, incredible. <laughs> like I knew where you were going to bleed. That's fantastic. What are, <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> Number one for me, Sam, um, all I want for Christmas are these – three things um but here i'll start with the first one and that's going to be an injury free 2018 sam i'm looking at the game mm. against the chiefs on uh sunday they have one guy on their injury report like they have one guy and he's kind of questionable like that's it i mean that's the wonders of a bye week i guess i forgot what that was like but an injury free 2018 sam we've been through too much Give us, give us something, football gods, please. No, I love it. I love it. Can I, uh, can I interject and say that uh, we will never have an injury-free season? But well, the I ones think that, more than anything, that matter. The ones that matter. I agree <laughs> with you there. Jermon Bushrod getting injured because he's fat doesn't bother yeah. me. Ryan Tannehill missing a season and a half because another fat guy landed into his knee, and then we decided to not let him have the surgery. That bothers me. So I think we need to have a medical staff that knows what the hell they're doing and avoid, if we can, please, happy Merry Christmas, gods, avoid major injuries to the stars of this team. I yeah. agree with you on that. That's hope I opened opinion. that under the tree, man. I hope so, too. I'm going to go ahead and give you my first one. Uh, it just so happens that I had a list ready to go, too. It's so <laughs> weird that it landed. We are always so prepared. Um, we are. And, and here's something that I want. It has nothing to do with the current team. But this is something that's been bothering me because uh, friends of the show who have been on the show, legends of the game, uh, are not being properly recognized mm. by the league. And what I would want going forward, I know it can't happen next year, but hopefully the year after that, number one on my wish list is for the appropriate Miami Dolphins legends to get into the NFL Hall of Fame. Fuck yeah, Canton, Ohio needs to pick up the phone and dial Richmond Webb's number. And then when they get off the phone with Richmond Webb, Go ahead and text Keith Sims. And when you get done texting Keith Sims, go ahead and tweet at Zach Thomas, even though he doesn't have a Twitter. Go ahead and do that. Get those three into the hall. And, oh, while you're driving them to Ken, go ahead and pick up Sam Madison and Patrick Sertan as well. Those five deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. And, yes, I'm a Miami Doll fan and I am a homer, but look at the stats. Richmond Webb, if no one else, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He was part of the all-decade team. He was the starting left tackle of the all-decade team for the 1990s. That means he was the best left tackle for a decade. How does that not get into the fucking NFL Hall of Fame? Zach Thomas deserves to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. It's a fucking crime that he's not in there. If nothing else, put those two in, but all five deserve to go in. That's my wish list. Number nice. One. Love it. Love that. Everything you said there is fantastic. Number two for me, Sam, is, um, you know, I, I'm a guy that likes likes having fun. I do. I, I, I know when to get serious, though. Um, so I'm really hoping – I know that's a lot to ask for, Sam. It's very rampant, and it's very um, – something that happens all the time for all other NFL teams. So it's definitely not random or obscure and, of course, happening to the Dolphins. But I just really hope uh, with this Christmas spirit and um, the holidays in the air that we have uh, no more coaches doing blow on camera in their office. That would be <laughs> so nice. Oh, my God. I know what happens every 
everybody. I know it is something that is totally totes uh, out there and, and rampant, but if we could just not have that for our team, that would be fantastic. And look, we're not asking for the world with this. If you listen to what Chris said, he didn't even ask that the coaches stop doing cocaine because we know Adam Gase is not going to stop doing cocaine. What he asked for is to stop doing cocaine on camera. Right. So he didn't even ask for you to stop doing it at work, Chris Forrester. What he said is maybe just don't hit the red button on your phone and send a love video to your hooker friend while doing cocaine in your office at work and sending it. That's not too much to ask, is it not? I think that's a doable. doable gift. It's like your kids' Christmas. Like your kids will like. I last year, my daughter asked for a whale shark. Mm. True story. And I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to get her a whale shark. Uh, but the next one on the list is she wanted like, uh, you know, like socks. So I'm like, well, that's a very uh, manageable, reasonable Christmas gift. Um, so I got her socks. So yeah. that's kind of what this is. This is like maybe 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 we're not going to have an injury free number one on your wish list, but we should be able to expect our coaches to not do illegal drugs on camera and then send it out to yeah. the world. And, and watch only that. us yes. um, will not get that done somehow. <laughs> yeah, somehow next year it's like, well, it's, uh, here we go again. <laughs> Deja vu. Breaking news: Dolphins coach doing blow again. This time off the hooker's yeah. ass. Yeah. Special teams coach running down the street on ecstasies, <laughs> claiming he's a whale shark eating biscuits from Biscuitville. I am. Uh, yeah, so my number two on my wish list for the Miami Dolphins going forward is to have a field that doesn't look like a war zone mm. going into 2018. Preach. Chris, Preach. now this is a this is a bugaboo for you. It might have even been on your list. I'm not even sure. Sometimes we have the same wish list. But uh, I, this was brought to my attention by you, and I didn't think it was a big deal at first. But after, it's kind of like when you point out that somebody's driving a certain type of car, and then all you can see is that car for, like, the next little while. Ever since you pointed out to me how shitty the field is, um, that's all I can see. And yeah. I, all I can see is just lumps of shit like i don't even know what it is it just looks lumpy to me it's like it's supposed to be a flat surface of grass and instead it just looks like a fucking landmine blew up every two seconds it looks like the pittsburgh steelers field uh in batman when bane blows the whole fucking thing up and and it, you know it, we don't have the added benefit of ben roethlisberger dying yeah. with that either i mean it's just it, it's just he's still alive but the field looks like shit and uh it doesn't make any sense to me we're a professional franchise we just spent steven ross just spent $600 million of his own money to make everything look pretty, but somehow uh, he can't make the one thing that's important, which is the actual playing surface, look pretty. It makes no sense to me. Uh, we're Miami. We're not uh, fucking, sorry, Monroe, North Carolina. We mm. should be able to figure this shit out, and we can't. How hard is it, too? It's a tropical climate with rain all the time, sunshine, and no snow or ice. Like, how was it that Hard to get right. I just, oh god, don't open up that Pandora's box, Sam. I'm gonna need a couple biscuits to uh, discuss that one. So yeah, what you said's perfect. We'll ride with that. All right. What is your last wish list item for the Merry Christmas Hanukkahs of this uh, 2017 season? Well, Sam, you mentioned last week. Um, we we did a throwback episode, and you know something really tickled my taint, and that was doing the old uh, callback mm -hmm. to the episodes where we did that ridiculous prediction. So for my third mm -hmm. and final present, I'm, I feel very aggressive about it, and I feel very um, sure I really want this under my tree. So I'm going to get a little bit theatrical here. I hope you don't mind. Um, I want to walk okay. down the stairs, Sam, uh, five in the morning. I hope Michael Bublé, uh, white. 
Christmas is playing throughout my home. The fireplace is on. It's crackling. The lights are shining and gleaming. And there's this one big aqua and orange striped present under there. And I don't even have to look at the name tag, Mm -hmm. Sam. I know it's to me. And you know what happens when I open up that present, Sam? Mm -hmm. Like a goddamn jack-in-a-box. Jarvis fucking Landry jumps out with a goddamn new contract and he's signed under our control for at least the next half decade. Sign fucking juice. There you go. That is a Christmas present that I think we can all agree on. Sign Jarvis Landry. Keep the franchise wide receiver, the best wide receiver we have had here consistently over the last, I don't know, 20 years with this team. He is a homegrown talent. He is from the South. He definitely dines at Biscuitville. He is one of our own. Keep Jarvis Landry with the Miami Dolphins. I 100% wholeheartedly agree with you, Chris. That is a fantastic present, and I hope you get it. I hope you walk downstairs. I hope Michael Buble is singing. I hope Michael Buble is in your house singing. I hope Michael Buble is in your house in the fire, crackling in the flames (laughs) while singing Help Get Me Out as you open the present and see Jarvis Landry. And instead of using that juice, that booty juice, to put Michael Buble out, you just cheer and let Michael Buble die while we high-five each other because Jarvis Landry is, con- you know, continues to be a doctor. I, I would say, like, like me, you, Bren, and uh, Jarvis Landry are playing the trumpet as he's burning in the fire and we're just humping, like, the new day. <laughs> well, wait a minute here. Time out. Only wrestling fans will get that. Everybody else is going to think we're having a four-way orgy with our super fan oh, Bren God. and Jarvis Landry. Oh, Speaking of booty juice, speaking of booty juice, by the way, you said humping, which is the funniest way to uh, talk about sex other than shagging. I think we've called back every single reference. Good Lord. This is is fantastic, if you will, just to kind of keep with the cheesy ass dolphins thing. This is really Perfectville is kind of the cheesiest. Are you you doing the Humpty Dance over there? No, I'm doing the. Oh, I got you. I got you. New Day rocks as Buble is burning. Dreaming of a fire extinguisher. We could call it Buble pops, like he's crackling and popping in the fire. Buble pops. (laughs) Buble pops. (laughs) Heavy. That's that is rolling deep on the on the uh, wrestling references. I apologize. (laughs) Then watch pro wrestling. Yeah. Well, this episode's about Brent. I don't give a shit, man. That guy was gave us the great yeah, review. This, this whole episode is about. Bill. I think he's from North Carolina or South Carolina. Oh God, he, his face is Biscuitville. All right, number one on my wish list. So we've we've talked about getting a better field. We've talked about honoring our legends. We've talked about having healthy current players, and of course, all of that leads to what I think all of us want, Chris, especially in 2018 is can we get a fucking Super Bowl, please? And I'm not talking about hosting it in South Beach or Monroe, North Carolina or Biscuitville. I'm talking about a goddamn victory for the Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl against any fucking team from the NFC. I don't give a shit if it's the Niners. I don't give a shit if it's the Cowboys. I don't give a shit if it's the Minnesota goddamn motherfucking Vikings. I want a Super Bowl. I deserve a Super Bowl. I've had to deal with this franchise with the ups and the downs and the mediums and the downs and the mediums and the downs and the mediums and the downs for 35 fucking years. Dan Marino never won one. Don Shula didn't win one when I was alive. We had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but not the Hall of Fame basketball player, but the shitty-ass goddamn running back as our starting running back. We have had so much shit thrown at us here that we deserve at least one Super Bowl, Chris. And I'm not talking about an appearance. I'm talking about a victory. And I'm not talking about a New England Patriots cheating to win by three points victory. I'm talking about a skull fuckery of a, of a victory. I'm talking about a 45-point blowout in the first quarter. I want to kill a team. I want to murder it. I want to go up against a team that's got an animal 
animal mascot and shoot it from the fucking stands with a gun. That's what I want. I want total annihilation. I want a Super Bowl ring that I can then take, walk it up, and shove it up Tom Brady's ass. And, of course, by that, I mean the asshole on his face. I want that. I need that. I deserve that. That is number one on my Christmas Yeah, we're going to play the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and Jim Carrey dresses Ace Ventura is going to be doing the coin toss. Fucking calling it. And I'm fucking that eagle in the face hole. I don't give a shit. That's what I want. I want total domination. I want a goddamn Super Bowl ring. I deserve it. I need it. I just sat and watched my Los Angeles Dodgers blow it in the World Series. I don't want that again. I want a victory. And I need it from the one team that as a person, as a human being, not that I've been anything (laughs) other than that, but the one thing that I haven't seen from any of my sports franchises is a goddamn Miami Dolphins Super Bowl win. I've seen my LA Kings, the Los Angeles Kings, have won the Stanley Cup. Ice hockey in Los Angeles has won the Stanley Cup twice. The Los Angeles Lakers have won a bajillion NBA titles. Even the Los Angeles Dodgers in 1988 somehow beat Dennis Eckersley with a cripple at the plate. I have seen all of my other sports franchises win. Chris Cullen has seen all of his other sports franchises win. We have not seen the Miami Dolphins win. That is bullshit. This is our favorite sport of our favorite team, and we have yet to have them have any significant victory in our lifetime. That's bullshit. I want it. Sam, put this show in a golden fucking canister and bury it somewhere where we'll Never find it again because our future generations need to hear this. This has been the best goddamn show we've ever done, sir. Oh, uh, this is uh, – we should just retire. We should just call it quits because we're not going to top this one. Uh, but that is it. That is our wish list from Chris Kringle, Santa Claus, here in oh, Perfectville, oh, oh. here from uh, here from P- Biscuitville. I, you know what? I want Biscuitville to happen in California. Yeah. If Biscuitville ever makes it to California, I, I'm going to be drop. 700 pounds. Rope drop. You'll be there. Oh. I will be I will be throwing ropes from my dick uh, at, the, at the at the rope drop. Absolutely, there'll be a rope drop for sure. Jesus Christ! Oh. Uh, that's right. Jesus is the reason for the season, and I want a Super Bowl ring. You know, Fuck. I ask it too much, and I think my number one present of re-signing Juice is going to be the uh, huge factor in that. So put us, put those two together, and we got a Tannehill, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, and a Jarvis Landry Super Bowl, and we all are happy and riding off into the goddamn sunset. Oh, I should have never hung out with Chris Forrester right before recording this. I am out of my fucking head oh, right now. Too. Anyway. No, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I am drinking, though. Uh, I'm actually not. I'm, like, shit. drinking water. I'm sober. Oh, well, that's stupid. Yeah. How could you be sober in a team of, uh, and a fan of the Dolphins? That does, I, I don't I don't. It's weird. That. It's been four days this week. I only drink Thursday. It's only because my <sighs> wife got in the fender bender. I'll, I'll be drinking tomorrow. Sorry, I'll make up for it. Oh. It, did she get into the fender bender because you were drinking? <laughs> no, she was actually going to get me beer as I was making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, and it's all true. I, I did, can't even make that up. <laughs> but I was making hey, dinner. get so. me some beer. No, I mean, she's like, no, I'll go. You're, you're making pork chops. I'll go get it. And then she calls me like, you need to come get me. I got an accent. That's that's the greatest thing ever, especially when the cops show up. I'm like, what happened here? And she's got a six-pack just <laughs> chilling. Like, no, she didn't make seat. it to the gas station yet. So she's like, I'm going uh, home. I'm shooken up. Um, you get beer. I'm like, well, 18-pack it is. Let's go. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully she's doing all right. Hopefully everyone out there is doing all right. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever. What, killer Kwanzaa? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't know how you. 
wish people a good Kwanzaa. But if you celebrate that, good for yeah. you. Um, and uh, Chris, anything else you want to say before we uh, we 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 go off the air here in person? Well, uh, Merry Christmas, Sam, and Happy Holidays, and Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Be safe, uh, enjoy your families. Thanks for listening. Of course, we'll see you next week. And goodbye from Biscuitville. Later. <laughs> Listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.